Welcome back to the Varsa Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with Yuse. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button so we get some solace after a fairly disappointing game. 1-1 uh, away at Frankfurt in the Europa League quarterfinals. A game that a lot of our fans are really hyped about. I mean, we just come off of a you know, huge victory at Real Madrid in the Bernabeu in El Clasico. We just come off of a you know victory over Sevilla. And then we come against a middle table, I think like eighth place Frankfurt team. And a lot of our fans are really cocky. But you know we saw even against Sevilla some cobwebs from the international break, a common theme we've seen with Barca for you know quite a few years now. And then we drop a game where the performance wasn't there. But you know there's two sides. It's kind of a, a two sides of the coin here, right? One side, Frankfurt... Hats off to them. Their fans created an atmosphere like I haven't seen this whole season. Way better than Galatasaray, which is, you know, another European stadium that's very uh, lauded. I mean, Frankfurt was another level. The fans were so loud the whole game. The flares was amazing. And then their whole team, they came out. They pressed us really well. They cut off our wings. They had, you know, like a cage around Busquets to prevent him from moving on. And you just, you, you know, you have to be, you give them their credit where it's due. And then on our side... Not the greatest lineup, you know, uh, not the greatest individual performances, but we came back, right? We were down 1-0 away with a young team, right? Ferran Torres, Gavi, Pedri, Eric Garcia. Um, you know, we got some young players, and they came back in a Euro Euro European tie and uh, tied it up. And so, I don't know. I mean, what's your initial thoughts, you, as you think about the game and how we did and, and, and where we're going? Yeah, they definitely brought it to us, but I was pretty disappointed with the way we played on the pitch today. Not just to mention that I thought we should have different starters to this game, but just the overall play style, even coming straight into the game, was really upsetting. It just seemed like we were very chaotic. We were very... Uh, our foot was on the gas the whole time. We're just gunning it all the time, losing the ball, losing possession. It seemed like we kind of got nervous and weren't able to control the match that I hoped. And, uh, you know, we, we came off such all these huge victories... Um, and I just thought that momentum would roll over into a team like uh, Frankfurt, who is lower on the table. We're second in La Liga, which a lot of times we have talked about how La Liga is a difficult um, uh, league, right? And so coming into Frankfurt, I was expecting a lot more. But, you know, I want to talk about the lineup to well, begin with. Well, real quick, though, that's, that's uh -huh. a funny thing, though, about Frankfurt is that, you know, I've, I've definitely seen them perform well i think they beat Bayern in like the german cup a few years ago and i i was reading online before the match kind of some of the you know history and some of the thoughts about frankfurt and apparently they're the team that often lose to teams they're supposed to beat and then they give really hard matches to the teams they're not supposed to beat like dortmund or, or Bayern, of course mm. and so i was kind of had my head ready for that and they didn't disappoint right they really came out there and gave us a, sure. a, a, a wonderful performance to be honest and just an amazing goal at the beginning of that second half uh and then like you said right one of the things i'd mentioned before we recorded is that our team just seemed like it was pedal to the metal the whole time i don't know if that was nerves or what it was but like you're saying it didn't seem like we ever got ourselves into a a good rhythm and i think that goes back to two things the lineup and some individual performances, right? And I think like you were about to go in, the lineup, there were the two big question marks in my head. Because, you know, you got to preface, preface the, the criticism of not starting Frankie de Jong and Usman Dembele with the fact that we're coming against, uh, I think, a 19th place Levante this weekend, which seems sure. like the place you'd want to rest players, right? And we're certainly going to want to see um, Jordi Alba rested, maybe Ferran Torres, maybe Pedri, Busquets for sure, etc. And so the uh, choice of Xavi to, to bench and rest Frankie de Jong and Dembele was a little bit critical, was a little bit um, head-scratching, to say the least, right? And so the lineup, sure. you have uh, Ter Stegen, 
as the goalkeeper. Then you had Araujo as that right back because neither Des nor Alves are available. You had Garcia, Piquet as center backs with Jordi Alba on the left side. Then in the midfield, you had Gavi, Busquets, and Pedri. And the interesting thing here is that Whereas Pedri does really well and, and almost always plays on the left side for Barca and I think for Spain as well, Javi inverted him, right? And he put him on the right side and had Gavi on the left. And then up front, you had Ferran Torres, uh, Aubameyang, and Adama Traore. So why don't you just give us your thoughts on the lineup use? Yeah, I just don't agree with the fact that we're resting players in a huge game like this. And we're expecting Javi's supposed to give it his all coming to Europa League. Uh, we want to win this thing to at least get one trophy coming in and just to show it would be really great for the team. It would just show how far we've actually come, that we still can compete internationally because that has been a hardship for us in uh, the recent years. Even under Valverde, right, we had all those times with Messi leaving uh, 3-0 or Barcelona leaving 3-0 and just heads down and everybody's upset. But, you know, I just I just don't understand why are we not playing Dembele, the player that's been playing all these big games, doing ex extremely well in these big games against Sevilla. You know, we had nothing but good things to say about him today. We didn't I mean, start the, him. We not just nothing Chirore. but good things, right? The Camp Nou gave him a standing ovation. And there yeah. were so many think pieces written throughout the week about how Usman Dembele turned the Camp Nou crowd from whistles to applaud in two months and how sure. he has like 10 assists in the last two months, which is just insane. And so I agree with you. And then Traore, you know, he rightfully so has been relegated to the bench, uh, you know, in favor of Dembele. And that's because Traore can be a little bit one dimensional. And I thought that the Frankfurt team did a really good job of not letting Traore have the the basically the option to run and to create havoc, which is like the one thing he can do. And then once you take that away from Traore, he's not really a good finesse passer. He's not really going to cut inside that much and like, you know, try and interplay with midfielders. He's really just going to take the ball, try and go one-on-one -on -one and, and, and bomb in across. And it just didn't really come in today. Um, sure. But keep going. Yeah, and then I thought, you know, um, Eric Garcia being in that back line, I've always said I'm not too uh, keen on that. But, dude. But I'm now you got to eat the, the words, Deuce. We both do, right? <laughs> the, you and I were yeah. self-proclaimed Eric Garcia doubters. <laughs> and he's He did a great just, job. Yep. I mean, I, I can't be happier with that. I mean, I would rather eat my words in this situation than anything else, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we even saw PK come off the pitch and have Lenglet come in, and I was happy with I'm that. I'm a Lenglet fan, so I was very happy. Yeah. To <laughs> um, and then Araujo, you know, he, he steps up to the plate when he need, needs to, right? And he came in and played in that spot where Dest or uh, Danny Alves would be playing, and he does what he does, right? It's not the best offensive play, but he certainly can snuff out a lot of passes and put uh, attacking fronts that uh, Frankfurt came in with that game. I remember there was one time where he stopped that guy, and then he pushed him over, or he fell over, he got the foul, and then he kicked the ball at him, and then Araujo is ready to, you know, bust some heads. And I just... Out of this game, the only aggressive person I could really say was Araujo. Um, really? But it wasn't I don't agree with that, to be honest. I mean, Who I thought else Eric was Garcia was plenty aggressive. I thought Ferran Torres was, was pretty aggressive with the run, his runs in the wing. I mean, and I thought Araujo, like, as much as, of course, he's a defensive stalwart and someone we want to keep, I mean, you really, he got really exposed today for not being it's in not his, his right position. position. Sure, but, yeah. I mean, it's not his position, but at the same time, like, you can't just not... Uh, talk about what happened right which is that from that sure. 
um, right back position, we had just no offense created, right? And so, like, sure. the defensive side, of course, he's good at. But, you know, it is what it is. He's not in his position, like we're saying. But that that is what does uh, – it helps isolate Adama Traore, which makes his, you know, uh, one-dimensional attacking even worse when there's no one on that right sure. side providing overlapping runs or some other offensive outlet for that, that um, right winger. But, okay, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm not – I think that is the fact, the price we have to pay for the situation that we're in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the fact that we shouldn't even have Torrey on the pitch is really what I'm more concerned about. And then to add to that, not having Frankie de Jong on the pitch, I think that uh, took away some of our attacking capabilities. Because as you saw, Dembele and Frankie come in and we score a goal and we tie the matchup and we end it that way. And that was what we were missing the whole time. That's what we should have done the whole time. But for some reason, we didn't do that. I'm just happy that we were able to, at one point, finally get that goal in. And it seemed like around that 10-minute span of time, we were able to control the game and bring it back to Barcelona and able to um, facilitate and kind of make some chances. But after that, you know, most of the game, I think we just resorted back to the the chaotic, scrambled, passing, losing the ball, sure. loss of control. I mean, I think there's a little bit of a difference, though, because once they went down to 10 men, uh, you know, we, we were trying to push forward. Sure. So I think that, that kind of yeah. made sense. Whereas, like we were talking about in the first half, in the first 10, 15 minutes of the second half, we were just kind of like headless chickens. And, sure. um, y- you know, it, it's funny because part of what we're saying is that we have a big disagreement with Javi on how he started the game. But it must also be said that as much as Eric Garcia was really good and, you know, we're very happy with how he performed, uh, a lot of our players just performed poorly, right? I don't even know if it's necessarily like a structural issue with, with how Javi set it up or, or just the fact that Frankie and Dembele weren't there. But Jordi Alba was pretty non-existent in this game, right? He His offensive capabilities that so often create a lot of threat on that um, left side that helped Pedri and Ferran Torres often on that left side kind of interplay and and create offensive movement. He really wasn't up to the to the you know to to play today. I also thought Busquets. I mean, of course, he had that one important block that was originally called the penalty that you know could have saved a goal. But overall, it really seemed like Frankfurt kind of isolated him and he didn't have any way to break through the the constant coverage of him on that defensive side. Um, so, Obama so where was silent. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yusuf. Yeah. Obama Yang was completely <laughs> silent. I mean, he had one yeah. opportunity like 30 minutes into the game. But, but besides that, he didn't really offer anything. And that's another bone of contention I have with Xavi, right, is the fact that we didn't put in Memphis Depay possibly or Braithwaite or Luke Jong. Probably not Braithwaite because he hasn't played, but Luke Jong or Memphis Depay. The fact that we waited, right, into a good mm-hmm. amount of that second half until we put on Frankie Jong and Dembele. I mean, I think there were some adjustments here that we could have made sooner with subs that would have helped us out. No, I totally agree. I mean, this game was something that, you know, I think we've seen in the first leg of the Europa League constantly somewhat against, you know, Benfica, um, against, you know, today Frankfurt. Who did we play last? Napoli, Galatasaray. Napoli, uh, yeah. Um yeah, so I think our first leg is almost like, and I think I said this before, we're feeling out how to play the game. Unfortunately, I don't think this was the best way to feel out the game. It was a little too chaotic. Um, it does wasn't that, as Does that apply, calculated. though? Because I, I totally get the, the... I get what you're trying to say about feeling them out, but I don't know if you need a whole game to feel out an opponent, no. right? Because like, think about this. We didn't Javi do a good set job, up this though. team against Real Madrid, a team that we hadn't played in a while. Mm-hmm. 
a few months, and he set them up to win, right? We come against Atletico Madrid, who we only play twice this season, and he sets us up in a way to win, right? I mean, in uh, modern day with so many videos available, you have such an advanced staff who's always looking at at these teams, how they play, which of their players will go which way, how the defense should line up, how our offense, midfield should play. I mean, does it really make sense that we're feeling them out? I feel like it's kind of a... I don't, I don't know I what it say, is. I mean, I think part of it might be that our team's young and that they come into these games and maybe th- maybe they have too much confidence. Maybe, you know, all of us throwing all the adulation on Pedri, Ferran Torres, Aubameyang, Dembele, Frankie, uh, Eric Garcia, Alba, right? Like the, our team has been one of the most hyped teams in Europe for the last two months because we've, we've performed really well. But maybe we go into these Europa League ties against teams we don't know that well and we think like, oh, we're going to walk through them. And then once they kind of, you know, it's the old Mike Tyson quote, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And so maybe okay. that's the issue is that we have an overconfidence, which we kind of deserve because of our performances. And, and that might be uh, helping throw us off. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I would also think that applies to La Liga and some of the teams we haven't played or teams that we didn't have even players for to play against them at, you know, in the first legs of the season. Um, So, yeah, I'm sure that is somewhat, and I agree with you that it shouldn't take a whole game to figure out the team. I just don't think we adjusted well overall. I mean, we made adjustments. We were able to score and make a get that draw, that equalizer. But that doesn't mean we did it in a beautiful fashion. You know, some some things just happen. Uh, we, We struck at the right moment. Uh, I just don't think we learned well on the pitch or we didn't make the right adjustments in the halftime because our problems just didn't seem to go away as the second half occurred. It only seemed to change when we made subs, and those subs mm-hmm. were because the players did such a good job. Um, sure. But yeah, I mean, there, so there could be a I, million I guess different looking reasons. Forward, uh, probably not a billion, probably like three or four, but I guess <laughs> looking forward into... The, the next game here against Levante, like, do you want to see us? Yeah. How much rotation do you want to see? Do you want to see Mingueza? Do you want to see Braithwaite, Depay, um, Nico start the game, Ricky Pooch? Like, do you want to see us just completely shut down most of our starters? Or do you want to see, I don't know, how, 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 do you, how do you think we should go into Levante in terms of lineup? Um, I would say uh, rest most of our attackers and like maybe half our well, midfield. Well, Alba and Busquets, be- you have to rest for sure. Yeah, uh, I just we don't have the best subs for Alba generally. Um, un- but that's the issue, right? We're in one of those catch twenty twos. Like you can't rest him because you don't have anyone. But then he's never rested, so he mm-hmm. performs worsely, worse, <laughs> and it's just like a revolving yeah. door of badness. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard, definitely. But I think there are subs. Like I don't want to see Aubameyang. I don't. He's been playing every game. I don't want to see Ferran Torres. He's been playing every game. Um, I don't want to see. Busquets, I don't want to see Araujo if we can spare that. I don't think so. But we have Lenglet and PK, but PK might be injured, right? Now we're getting into the part of, and we're also tied on points with a game in hand at second place against Atletico Madrid and uh, uh, Sevilla. Sevilla, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in a spot where we can't completely t- gut our t- starters and just play a bunch of second string people because we need the three points even though this should be you know how many times have we gone against teams we should beat and we don't beat them so but how uh, many times do have need we done the three that points with Javier's coach right so i guess we <laughs> will see well guys with that yeah. please hit that sub button thank you for the support we will see you guys after the levante game thank you thanks guys